Welcome to Land Parties, episode 129 from the Las Vegas Review Journal, brought to you by Blue Wire. I am your host, Ryan Smith, and with me as always, my fantastic co-host, Lucas Egan. Lucas, how are you doing? How was the 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 holiday weekend, a long weekend? Uh, what's going on? We, we're recording early this week because of the weekend, so uh, I guess you wouldn't know. <laughs> I, future future me hopes it went well and nice and relaxing uh no i am i am looking forward to the long weekend uh you know all the fireworks celebrations are back here on the strip uh so looking forward to kind of watching that on monday night uh and just kicking back and and gaming so hopefully Hopefully, there's been a future Lucas has enough games to have satisfied himself <laughs> <laughs> for a long time. How are you doing, Ryan? I am. I am doing well. Yeah, we don't have really much uh, planned for the weekend. Um, I'm just excited to have some some extra days. I know I've got a busy week next week, though. But um, you know, it, it's 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 nice to be able to take a little bit of time, hang out with family. I'm not even sure what we're gonna do. I'm just excited to kick back a little bit and relax. I did. You would be proud of me, dude. I picked back up seafood the other night. Ooh. I still I, I got past the second level. But I was like sixty something, so it's not an acceptable <laughs> age. Like I, that second level is so tough, dude. That's, but it it, it it felt good, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep grinding some more of that as well. That's it's always a really bad <laughs> feeling when you're making progress, but then you you're looking at how old you are. You're just like, ah, yep. Uh, <laughs> but this ain't gonna work. This ain't gonna work. <laughs> I'm too old. Yeah. Then you, you know, you get to a certain age, and you can no longer uh, unlock certain abilities and and skills. So it's just like, well, this is this run is pointless now because I'm too old, and like I need that. I, I would like to get that stuff, or I'd like to unlock those skills. So that game is difficult. That you, you know, know that that one definitely is a bang your head against the wall type of game. We're too young to feel too old in real life. I do not appreciate <laughs> feeling too old. <laughs> in a game now. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jeez. Before, before we get going, Ryan, I am about to uh, drop a surprise on you uh, related <laughs> to land parties. And uh, mm. I'm assuming by the time this episode comes out, other people will know on social media because uh, hopefully we share it before then. Uh, however, <laughs> we are up for an award at the podcast awards under the games and hobbies category. So, Everybody, oh, if you go to podcastawards.com all this month through July, you can vote for us uh, under that category, and hopefully we can be a finalist in that. But just wanted to throw that out there right at the top. So tell your family, tell your friends, yes. go vote, uh, and and hopefully some good things happen. That is awesome. That is huge. It, it is always nice to, um, again, that's not why why anybody does that stuff, but to be able to get recognition not only from folks that are listening uh, and, and from the community, but then also your, your colleagues and peers as well uh, is always a great feeling. So that that's huge. Go vote. Go vote. <laughs> all right now to the important stuff yes. and we had that nintendo direct uh of course the day after we recorded our last episode uh mm-hmm. which i think at this point we can just count on that happening <laughs> we're talking to you <laughs> sony and nintendo <laughs> however mm-hmm. a good look at a bunch of third-party games um 
I'm not I'm not sure there was like a, a new announcement that had me like on the floor uh, excited, uh, but a lot of good looks at a lot of interesting games, Ryan. And mm-hmm. you know, first of all, I'm actually pretty excited for that the uh, Mario and Rabbit sequel coming out. Uh, mm-hmm. So. You know what? Anytime we can get another look at that, I find that that's just kind of a quirky, fun, kind of irreverent series. Uh, so excited to see that come in. Um, Monster Hunter Sunbreak looks good. I, like, I've and I think I've said before that's a that's a series that I always feel like should be more up my alley that I just haven't devoted the time to, but it looks pretty yeah. epic to me. Uh, so you know, for fans of that series, I'm sure that it will be right up their alley too. Brian, did you have any particular new announcements or games that stood out to you? And so the, and, and let me, let me say too, this was, this for me anyway, was a little underwhelming. Um, there, like you're saying, a lot of the stuff that we saw in this, we've already known about. So there wasn't anything that really is like, oh my goodness, I can't believe, uh, you know, this is coming out. Like you're saying, Monster Hunter Rise, that, that DLC, uh, I have that game. I've only played it one time. Um, but I, I played Monster Hunter World a bunch. Uh, so I'm familiar at least with the series, but it definitely takes a, a particular person that loves going out and, and, and basically farming for different materials to create these cool armor sets or weapons or whatever. So, it, I mean, it's a fun game, uh, but I, I definitely, for me, it's one of those, it's a lot more fun playing with your friends and, and going on hunts and, and doing stuff like that, which it has the capability to do. I just don't really have any friends that I know of that that play it. So I'm just like, ah. You know, not not nothing nothing crazy in in those respects. The big game for me, and this is only because my daughter was in the room uh, while I was running the the uh, direct. But the Disney Dreamlight Valley, she is <laughs> pumped about. She is absolutely pumped about this. This kind of reminds me of like a uh, like a uh, uh, what is it? Um, uh, Animal Crossing meets uh, I don't know something else but in the Disney world. So she was taking a look at this. We were looking at this. This is going to be a day one for us. Uh, She is just pumped being able to interact with all the different uh, characters, being able to create your own character. And this is going to be when it releases, it's going to release in early access first. So I don't know what that looks like. I don't know. Uh, like pricing wise, if there's, I, I imagine, okay, yeah, the early access is available September 6th. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any kind of pricing for the game, but really that was the one that stood out most, at least for her, for me. And, and this is, this is a day one for me is that uh, I, I think it's live alive um, where it's an RPG takes place in, in multiple different technological, uh, ages. And the demo is out now, which I need to pick up that demo, but this RPG, like as soon as I saw that, I heard the premise of it. I was like, okay, that's cool. That's one that I'm going to get on board with and, and, and pick up for sure. So, but yeah, nothing crazy. So I imagine though, Lucas, that they've got to do another direct in the fall, right? And right. and have that direct be about their first party games, because I feel like that's the big thing that we've kind of been lacking. We've had these directs and and other announcements talking about here's what we're doing uh, with these properties. Here's our third party properties It's like, all right, what's going on? What are you guys working on Nintendo as, as a company? That's what I'm waiting to see. Yeah, my guess is that we'll get 
two more, uh, one more focused uh, in general on their first party games, and I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if they did a Pokemon Center Direct too, just ahead of uh, Violet and Scarlet. Uh, so definitely, I, I would, if, if we're gonna guess, I would say October and November. I'll say October okay, yeah. for like the first party in general, and I'd say November right before Violet and Scarlet launch uh, for the Pokemon Center one. I will say this: the one game uh, that if you have never played this game, that you should definitely is Portal, which is actually out now on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, love those games, love that series. It's a fantastic, super fun game. That series. So if you've never played Portal, uh, pick that up. It'll be well worth it. Uh, I, I honestly, I might buy it again. Well, let's see. But uh, I've heard nothing but great things about it, like story wise and everything. Because I was just like, I've seen people play it and stuff like that, and I'm just like, man, that's not really, really my cup of tea. But I heard it's got a great story, and and I, it's a solid game, like both of them. It is. Yes, the story is, is quite fun, uh, quite clever. Uh, honestly, you wouldn't expect it, but some pretty amazing characters in that game. <laughs> Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah it's a game that even if, if at first brush you don't think this is your type of game uh if you can find a way to give it a try definitely do so because uh, i think it'll win a lot of people over uh if they haven't yeah. already experienced it yeah so yeah i mean what were your thoughts overall did this did this direct um i mean it just i mean what did it do for you? Did it do much it, for you? Is there anything that you're like, oh yeah, dude, like this is this is this is that fire right here? No, it didn't. It didn't move the needle. Um, you know, the games that I was already looking forward to, like uh, Mario and Rabbids, uh, I was already looking forward to it. I'm not sure right. that there was that other look into a game that that I'm like, yes, that changed my mind, or or yes, I'm totally pumped. We're in that kind of weird space, like you were saying, Ryan, where uh, we need. Uh, it would be nice to get a look at some of their blockbusters first party games that will come mm-hmm. out. Uh, it's you know it's it's nothing against these games, um, right? Yeah, I don't know. It just didn't move the needle. Yeah, this wasn't this wasn't one of their better ones. I would say. Yeah, and I, I you know I think too it also boils down to a personal preference because I know that there's a lot of people and there's probably a lot of titles in there where people were really excited about. I just think that you know again and of the consoles and the games that I have. I probably play the Switch some of the least. I typically only play the Switch unless we're doing like party stuff at the house or I'm traveling. Other than that, that the first thing I'm I'm looking to get on is typically not my Switch. It's going to be my PC or or the PlayStation or you know a, a number of other things that I could work on my backlog. Um, so I, you know it, it's nice though. At least they're they're kind of laying out what they have uh, in you know in store. And they're kind of building out that groundwork. Now I just want, I would, I, I need to know what they're working on first party title titles wise and what we can kind of expect the later half of this year and then into uh, uh, next year as well. So we'll see, like you said, I, there's definitely going to be a couple more directs uh, where they talk about that stuff and get us all hyped and pumped. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, I, I will say too that I do appreciate though when Nintendo and like Sony and Microsoft give third party releases their own showcase mm-hmm. uh, because I think so often if they mix them in the danger is the first party announcements take up all the air in the room and then we don't right. even really remember the third party announcements so even though this one kind of was a miss for me I do appreciate the fact that these that the major players are giving third parties their own chance to shine yeah yep. I agree. I agree 100%, dude. So, uh, 
yeah, we'll just we'll we'll wait and see uh, when when we get some more announcements and when we find and hear more details from Nintendo. I'm excited to see what they have in store because I I'm, I'm sure they've got some stuff up their sleeve for sure. <laughs> what else we got, Lucas? Well, let's move on to some less fortunate news. Uh, we got word that Sea of Stars, uh, which we had talked about earlier uh, mm-hmm. this year, beautiful looking game, has been delayed into 2023. However, the studio was saying it's because uh, they want to focus on the health of their team members slash focus on the quality of the game. So mm-hmm. uh, as always with these delays, Ryan, uh, sad, but you know, give this team as much time as they need. Let's not rush and, and force them into crunch, a crunch situation. Uh, this game is will be one of the ones I'm looking forward to most next year. Yep. Just add it to the list. <laughs> yep. uh, beautiful looking game, though. So, you know what? Take all the time you need because I, I want this game to hit well. Yeah, dude. I mean, this is definitely an anticipated RPG for me as well. It's got those classic RPG feels, classic RPG battle system. You've got the composer uh, from uh, Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross, uh, so you know the music and 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 the sound design is going to be fantastic. So I love the fact that they are able to make that decision now and say, you know what, we are going to prioritize the the health and well being of our employees over trying to crank this game out we're going to take a little more time we know that people are disappointed in it we know that people are anticipating it but we think it's it's in the best best interest of the folks that are that are working with us and working for us uh to for them to take that time so i feel like it's it's you don't you don't hear about that too often in this day and age. I feel like a lot of times, you know, you you hear more about the crunch and this and that. So it's always nice to see to see a studio pump the brakes and say, "Hold on, let's just take a little bit more time." And for me too, if even if there are things that they're working on, I would rather I would rather a studio delay and work out any kind of issues or or making things better as opposed to trying to rush something out and then, you know, try to fix it later, right. uh, which I, I feel like there's, there's a lot of, I feel like that is, there's like a, a period where, where I felt like a lot of companies were kind of doing that. We're just going to toss out this thing and we'll fix it later. Yeah. You're going to pay full price for this not complete game. It's just like, yep. that's very insulting. So <laughs> it is. to see them do this is, is nice. Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I, I was going to say, too, like, I think I've discovered that I'm the type of gamer that uh, I just don't give a lot of time. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. obviously, minor fixes are fine, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But, like, if they ship a broken game, I just don't give them that much time to get it right because there's so many other games coming out. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think I to err on the side of caution, just make sure everything's kind of buttoned up and all their uh, T's are crossed uh, is always a good thing because, uh, yeah, people's attention spans... Uh, you know, if next year hits as like it's supposed to shape out right now, uh, there's there's no time for you to send a broken game. Well, and that's one of the biggest things, too. I feel like the industry is, you know, having having a, a reckoning about is that, look, if you're not if you're just trying to put out something just to put it out and it's not any good, do not expect fans to wait around and and for you to get your stuff together 
and then they're they're still going to be waiting. It's it's disrespectful to g- gamers' time and fans' time, and you know the expectation is is up there. And this is where this weird, you know, the business world and the gaming world where they where they I feel like it's like vinegar and water. Um, or I'm sorry, oil and water. I think both both examples work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, they they just the mixture there is just it, it, it is very it's 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 rough to get a good blend of both. And we're seeing it where some companies are pushing more towards that profit. And I mean, look at Diablo immortal. They're talking about $500,000 to be able to get uh, the highest gear set in that game. That is insane. That is insane. It's insane that people even paid any kind of money because, you know, the the story now for them is look how much money we made off of this. Who cares that that it is a complete cash grab and yep. it's pay to win. Look at the money that we made. And I feel like that is not the precedence that we want to. We should not be rewarding companies for doing that because you know what's going to happen is that they'll do it more and you'll see it in more games and well this this made this now you got this other company doing it you know so i feel like that is dangerous dangerous territory to tread in and we should not be supporting or rewarding these folks for doing that um yeah so it, it, it it'll be i mean another example that i have you know that uh world slayer uh outriders dlc the big the big dlc uh that's that uh is releasing for that so some early reviews have come in and um it's they're they're talking about it being like five hours worth of content i knew it wasn't gonna be much Ooh. dude yeah i know i was like that is insane they want to charge forty dollars for five hours, minor improvements to the skill trees and some other things like that is absolutely insane to me. That was that was a stay clear right out the gate. And and for me, that's, you know, speaking on on souring on a game. You know, I really enjoy that game. That game is a lot of fun. Excuse me. There's all kinds of weapons. The looting's good. The shooting's good. All that stuff checks checks the boxes there. But they didn't really go in with a plan uh for anything future wise they should have stuck to their guns if that was the case they should have said this is a standalone game uh, you know this what you get is is what you get uh they were more in the boat of well the fans react positively to this we're going to go mm-hmm. ahead and and do more content after that but even then we also know now that with them being put on game pass which i'm pretty sure was a, a, a late addition to game pass they were still in the red and they are looking to pull a profit still. And and that's what I, got me thinking that's what drove them to put a price tag on this DLC. Because how they handled the other stuff, I absolutely feel like this DLC, I, I felt personally it should have been free. Okay. Uh, right. But I mean, at most $10, $15. Beyond that is like, you're crazy, dude. That's a full-fledged game. You ain't giving me a full-fledged new game. I was going to say five, five hours. Like I think people would complain if this were just a random game for $40 and it was only five mm-hmm. hours long. That's, Ooh, <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. that's a big ask. That's a big ask. Uh, especially, I think as we said before that they don't, they don't even have that goodwill built up. You know, this, this isn't, right. this isn't wow coming out with their latest expansion. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, mm, mm, that's too bad that the fundamentals are there and, and they kind of seem to have, uh, 
gone off the rails with with no long-term plan or at least a very changed long-term plan that's kind of uh not great for the community uh yeah uh, that's too bad because that that had a promising start it seemed like yeah no it, it pulled the numbers the game is fun it just does not have uh, it does not have the direction, and for them to then put this together, uh, adding to the and, and like even a story was it was compelling enough to where it's like, but it's been I'm so far removed, and there's been so much that's dropped. I don't even really remember what the campaign was about. It wasn't that compelling to where I was like, oh yeah, you know, uh, uh, Cerberus is over here dealing with the the Omnicrons and you know whatever. I'm just making stuff up. That's not that's not <laughs> actual. Stuff. <laughs> but you know the, the the story wasn't compelling enough for me to be like oh yeah i need to continue this story um you know for me it was about because because here's the thing there is a ton of loot in this game which they did that beautifully however there is nothing to do with that loot once you hit end game it's just running the same things over and over again so this will give you some new stuff some new things to be able to 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 do in the world and and use these uh, weapons and exotics in this world. But again, there's no the replayability of it and how they have it built out. It just ain't there. And it's like I don't think that was their intention. But at the same time, like this this game seems to have uh, an, an identity uh, issue where it mm. doesn't really know what it is. And I feel like that very much came from the development of the game into the actual launch of the game. And they didn't really know what exactly they were trying to accomplish. Cause they said it wasn't a live service game, but they were treating it like a live service game uh, where they were making balance changes and, and, and nerfing this and that. I'm like, wait a second. This is, this is, this is not a, a uh, uh, this is not one of those games. Like, what are you, what are you guys doing? You said it's not live service, but you're treating it like a live service. So, this from from the jump off when I heard about that and I heard about the the price tag that was a hard pump the brakes and and just sit back and see how this plays out but there's no way I could justify dropping them kind of ducats on this game uh, especially with how they handled everything with the first drop then we got the little mini DLC that came out that was free but that was more of a segue to try to get people by until this world slayer uh, came out. And uh, very disappointing. Very disappointing. I'm. It, it's sad because this game has a lot of potential. Ryan, it's not a live surface game. It's a surface that is live game. It's totally different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how dare! That's, that's, <laughs> yep, you're right. You're right. They're like, come on, buddy. Come you know, on, buddy. <laughs> you know, for some reason, that just spurred in my head when we had uh, Michael on for our last uh-huh. episode, and he was talking about Halo and how like nobody talks about Halo anymore. It just kind of like I, I stewed on that for a couple of days. I'm like, mm-hmm. how crazy is it that like Halo just kind of dropped out out of the public consciousness that quickly, that right. quickly? Like this is insane to me that like one of Microsoft's marquee franchises during a time when they're kind of lacking uh, first party games that that nobody mm-hmm. talks about Halo anymore. Like that's insane to me, and and a, a pretty sad state of affairs for that franchise right now very sad you know it's interesting that you say that too because they just announced that they're going to be testing uh co-op uh here soon so it's like that co-op and being able to replay missions how is there not the ability to replay missions (laughs) at this point in time that is absurd that is absolutely absurd dude 
the co-op that was supposed to be in months, months ago, months and months and months ago. Like, it's, uh, yeah, that's, how, that's why nobody's talking about that game because they they have mis mismanaged it so much to the point where you know and 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 it was great and and don't get me wrong the the pvp uh is a lot of fun i mm-hmm. i enjoyed playing it it had issues or it has issues for sure and i'm in and by no means any kind of competitive gamer so i was enjoying it casually but even even from that standpoint there were things that were just i mean like just straight in your face like wait why is this like this this shouldn't be like this like or why right. is it you know like so you're telling me that the art, like the the camo and and stuff like that, is tied specifically to an armor set, and not you could put it on any armor set. That's dumb. Why would they do that? Why would anybody do that? It didn't. It made no sense to me. Uh, so yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure um, what that was about. But yeah, so it, it is absolutely insane to me to see that their big major game just completely mismanaged and it is barely even talked about these you know again they're they're coming with this co-op play test and and it's kind of like meh i don't i don't even it doesn't even i mean i'm so far behind the series anyway campaign wise i'm not prepared for it but like it's really it's just heartbreaking to see especially for halo fans and folks that grew up on that on that franchise uh just it, it it just there's so much more i felt that they could have done uh and and making that smoother but again there there's a lot of challenges uh obviously with the pandemic and everything that really threw a wrench in a lot of the people's production workflows and how things get out so i i can't i can't just sit there and be like oh you know without stating that like look there is a world altering event that took place that everybody was trying to manage while trying to crank out a game and learn new systems and and all that stuff so i i would i can't i can't just sit here and, and bag on it without throwing that out there too but still it's unfortunate to see that yeah in hindsight you almost think could they have benefited with another delay like <laughs> right like how crazy been, dude I would have been fine. I think they, I think personally, I know people would, would have freaked out on the internet and stuff like that. I think it would have been in their best interest to delay and, and really polish up and, and have the things that at least were in the previous games in this game. How are you going to launch without a staple in the game, like co-op right? for this next, like what, how, how is that even possible? It's, it's you know, it, it, that's insane. Yeah, especially in a series like Halo, right, where so many people have memories of that, where, where mm-hmm. like, where like, you know, lots of games have co-op, but like Halo was partially defined by co-op. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, the, the fact that like, like this announcement that they're gonna beta the the co-op should at least pique my interest a little bit. But I'm like you, where I'm just like, eh, eh, yep. way too late. Like honestly, I was just like, my first thought was. Oh yeah, they never released that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Same, dude. I was like, oh yeah, that's not a thing in the in the current. Like, holy jeez, man. Yeah, it's who, insane. Who would have thunk that at the start of the year, between the Paramount series and Halo Infinite just launching, that the franchise would would be in maybe a, a much worse spot than right. it was entering the year? That's. We're- it's super crazy for me to think about. It's absurd, man. It is. It is absurdity. But that's the that is the day and age in gaming that we live in. Where if you're not, if your stuff is not up to par, 
um, people aren't going to stick around and wait for it to, to get to where it needs to be. There's too many games out there and too much new stuff that's coming out on the reg for people to sit around and, and wait for you to get your, or, or studios to get their stuff together and put out a complete game. Um, you know, it's unfortunate. That is unfortunate. So I don't know. We'll, We'll see. Let's let's take a quick commercial break. We got some more news on the back end, and then uh, we want to. We're also going to talk about uh, what you guys think so far is your game of the year. We'll be right back, guys. If you love listening to us here on Land Parties, what's stopping you from grabbing a mic and starting your own show? And there's no better place to host than Blue Wire Hustle. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. On And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is, you can get all of this for only $15 a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So if you're ready to do more than just listening to us talk about your favorite team or game, then make your voice heard and hustle. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com join. Check out the description box in this episode to find out more. But that's bwhustle.com slash join. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening to those short messages. And real quick, Ryan, I want to touch on kind of a fun uh, story that's happening out here at the HyperX Arena in Las Vegas, although not open to the public, but it will be, of course, on Twitch. Uh, and that's Mr. Beast and Ninja going at it in League of Legends for $150,000. Jeez. Now, uh, obviously, both these gentlemen are super successful, <laughs> but... Yeah. Um, what an event, right? What a fun, fun thing to come together. Uh, I kind of wish it was open to the public. <laughs> like, yeah. like having a crowd there would just be so much more fun. Uh, but like, I'll watch. Like, I'm not even that big of a league fan, but I'll watch, right? Like, this is the kind mm-hmm. of stuff that that I think can broaden gaming and esports beyond that core crowd. When you've got people like these, uh, these two who have kind of transcended gaming and in the public consciousness there. Uh, I think as of today, we don't know what their who their teams are, uh, but mm-hmm. they'll be playing at best of three on July 9th uh, at 4 p.m. Pacific time. So, Ryan, I don't know if you're interested, but are you are you going to tune into this? Uh, yeah, I'll probably check it out. I mean, it's a fun it's a fun crossover event having uh, again Ninja big on uh, uh, Twitch. Well, he was big on Twitch. I feel like uh, his uh, the heat's kind of simmered down over on that side since he's come back. But Mr. Beast has, like you're saying, has absolutely, I mean, that dude's got a huge following. He's doing crazy videos. They're, you know, where 
they're giving money to people and and stuff like that. I feel like Mr. Beast, the Mr. Beast name is probably bigger than than Ninja. I mean, Mr. Beast got the uh, the uh, um, a burger joint out here as well. I've totally eaten there. <laughs> they got some tasty burgers. They got some tasty burgers. Uh, but yeah, this is this. It's going to be a fun event. Again, this is. I love the fact that they were able to uh, acquire this. this is going to be out here in Las Vegas. Again, kind of reaffirming what we've been talking about and how Vegas is really becoming a hub for video games, video game tournaments, esports, and they're positioning positioning themselves uh, for the likes. So. To, to have an event like this uh, coming out here, I can't, and that's right around the corner too. This is just next week, so uh, or or when this drops, this is uh, is later in the week. So um, yeah, this will be uh, this will be uh, it'll be solid. It'll be a fun thing to to watch. Um, not super like oh yeah, I'm gonna go and and watch the whole thing or whatever. But I'll probably uh, pop over. I think I, I think you're right though. I think this is kind of a, a missed opportunity to be able to have something where people and fans can physically go down. And, you know, again, that's going to, that would be even more of a boost to the economy. It would be something that that's fun. Anytime we can get back to live events and, and doing things like that uh, is always enjoyable. But uh, yeah, this will be, this will be, you know, I, I, I've got no, I've got no, uh, uh, I, I don't know. I've got no horse in a race, I guess. I'm right. just like, meh you know whatever and and league i've watched like league streams and and if you don't understand the game <laughs> you know you're just it's 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 okay it's okay uh but i wouldn't say it's the most exciting entertaining uh games to watch but again i have a very limited understanding of league i know you know it's, it's a moba but i don't have any i i don't follow the lore or anything like that other than arcane because that was dope so that really got me interested in like oh wait a second this is this is some this is some juicy stuff i'd love to learn more about this lore that they got going on and maybe that would probably propel me into taking more of an interest but we do know league of legends is one of the biggest games in the world so right. this is going to be a huge event and the fact that you've got two really big prominent uh content creators out there coming together to do an event like this i think is is going to be uh it, it'll be a lot of fun i will say i am shocked that we were not invited to be on either of their teams how dare and, and uh we'll be expecting <laughs> our invites for yeah. mr beast versus ninja 2 if that ever happens <laughs> i'm gonna start practicing now <laughs> <laughs> i'll i'll try to understand the rules i'll do my best all right <laughs> <laughs> Although to be fair, it would be hilarious to see like uh, the team captains know what they're doing, and then be paired up with teams that are like, like eh. <laughs> that's, what I, that's that's I would love to see more of that, where it's it's one pro and and everybody else is just your regular Joe Schmo, and they come together and do it. Just will you please stop feeding? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and the other person's just like, I don't even know what that means. Yeah, I'm not feeding anything. I'm not feeding anything. What are you talking about? I don't have any food. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a fun event. And and again, big ups to the fact that it's going to be out here in Las Vegas, um, reaffirming just what what this city is is becoming and and how important I think it'll be as gaming and and content creation space uh, continues to grow. So. 
Good stuff. I did. I did want to uh, very quickly get this in because we talked about this uh, before. But Samsung today, as of today, June or I'm sorry, July first is the first of the month. Uh, <laughs> Samsung has launched their gaming hub, and it is this. Just this is uh, this is just. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get a Samsung TV now. I'm gonna throw it out there now, folks. I don't even care. Uh, it has to be a 2022. I'm sorry, it's 2022 uh, new TV from Samsung. But they launched their gaming hub. Within their gaming hub, you have uh, you can you can reach the Xbox app. You can reach GeForce Now, which also ties into your Steam library or other games. Um, uh, not not your, I'm sorry, not your Steam library, but games um, that have an agreement with uh, with uh, GeForce uh, or Nvidia. I'm sorry, uh, you know, but it'll pull from all your different libraries and basically put them into into your GeForce Now cloud gaming, um, and it, it connects with Stadia again. I tried stadia a little bit i did i was like meh i didn't it was a necessity for me but they did talk about them bringing um them bringing luna to this as well so this is i to me i think this is where at least from a tv standpoint i think we're going to be seeing more and more of this stuff especially as cloud gaming platforms and that infrastructure is built out people are coming out with their own apps there's a there's a, oh, a variety of of gaming apps the big one though is the fact that for me xbox is going to be you know you're able to access your game pass games Yes. On your TV, you don't need a console. This is going to be this is going to be huge for people because nowadays, you know, almost everybody has a TV uh, in their in their household. So to be able to go and get a Samsung and know that, hey, not only am I getting a TV to be able to, to watch shows and be able to tap into other things, um, but now I'm going to be able to play my games. All you need is a Bluetooth controller. It doesn't even have to be Xbox. It just has right. to be a Bluetooth controller. Amazon Luna has a controller. You could use yeah. PlayStation controller. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a number of other controllers I'm sure that you can use as well. So... I'm curious, number one, about the latency and lag from controller to TV with it being Bluetooth, um, if that's anything that's noticeable. And then basically the cloud gaming experience itself. Is mm -hmm. it smooth? I'm guessing this is what I'm guessing, because if this is something that that because I'm, I'm looking at this and if you look at this, you don't see any cords, right? But right. I would imagine to have a good experience, you would need to be hardlined uh, with the Ethernet cable into your TV to have the best experience. Otherwise, you're going to be going off of Wi-Fi, and then that's going to be all based off of your network, the location of your router, all yep. that stuff. So I'm curious to see what the specs are on this TV or on these TVs and, and what it looks like. But uh, this is exciting, and I think this is this is going to be huge for folks that can't afford a console, uh, but they they are able to or or have one of these newer TVs that they can then utilize to cloud services and still be able to game. Yeah, it, it's potentially huge, right? Because people, everyone needs it. Or I guess they don't need, but everyone wants to have a TV. <laughs> so mm -hmm. the, the fact <laughs> that I mean. The short of it, it's, it's much easier to justify buying a TV because obviously 
uh, it's it's you know just a common uh, appliance, I guess I would call it these days that we all use. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so t- the fact that you can eliminate the need for the the console itself, you know, when when the series S came out alongside the series X, you know, we talked about how. Two ninety nine was a great price point for people who don't need like the top notch console. That is a great mm-hmm. entry point. But now it's the cost of Game Pass and what controllers are what eighty dollars. <laughs> so right. like like it lowers that entry even more. And and you know especially in today's world with inflation going crazy like that that don't let's not yeah don't discount that that they're lowering that barrier to entry to gaming if you have one of these TVs already uh, or if you're planning to get a new TV already uh, so that is fantastic it kind of fits into the play games anywhere we don't care how just play right. our games uh, so like that this is kind of another step toward that future uh, so amazing uh, we'll see how much <laughs> these TVs cost well, you know, <laughs> which- I'm looking I'm looking on Amazon I've got Amazon pulled up right now. And these things are not cheap. <laughs> okay, so here's here's what I'll say too. Maybe maybe not the the first wave, but we need here's to one. get these out for them to, for the price start to slowly get driven down, right? Right. So for the, for the future, this is also just a big step toward to making this adopted uh, widespread. Uh, so you know, if you're gonna get a new TV anyway. Uh, this mm-hmm. is a, a compelling reason to get one of these TVs if you can afford it. Uh, one of those reasons <laughs> if you're not, hopefully the, the price goes way down in a couple of years and right. uh, the rest of us can jump in. Yeah. Well, not to mention, too, I'm sure there's going to be sales and I know that Amazon Amazon days or whatever, whatever it's called is coming up here soon. There, I mean, there are some 20 and, and the big thing, too, is you're looking for a 2022 model. Yes. Uh, of Samsung. It will not work with anything before then. It has to be uh, this year or then, you know, then moving forward. So, I mean, I'm seeing some. There's a 43 inch here, QLED, 4K, uh, Smart TV 2022 bundle for 577. So okay. that's not bad. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm definitely going to look into this. This is definitely something that I, would like to get because I think that, I mean, just not even having to worry about it, just turning on a TV, going to the hub and you've got a bunch of your games right there, both from GeForce now bundling all the games that you have that, that they work with. Then you've got uh, uh, the Xbox app, uh, which ties into game pass, which it'll probably be easy, even easier and a little more um, user friendly getting into that than it is doing it on a PC, which is a little bit of a pain. Um, right. So yeah, there, yeah. Exciting to see that this come out. I'm, I'm excited to see reviews review wise, what people are saying and how that cloud service actually, you know, runs out in the wild and uh just a note to our bosses uh we will need one of these tvs uh for, for testing work. purposes and yes so uh we'll, we'll be uh, expensing that <laughs> yeah you can just send it directly to our house that'd be perfect <laughs> <laughs> the sacrifices oh. we make for our jobs <laughs> i know you know you know what somebody's got to do it somebody's got to do it we we will we volunteer as tribute <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll need I'll need that money up front though. <laughs> exactly. If anyone knows that, we will reimburse you. Come on, buddy. What you talking about, man? <laughs> Yo, what's the last piece of news we got? Uh, so I, I uh, sent out on Twitter a couple days ago and asked uh, what people's game of the year so far was, and I'm gonna be surprised. Uh, I was surprised, Ryan. The most common answer we got was Star Wars, Lego Star Wars, which interesting. Um, it's a fun series. Like, I feel like those Lego games don't always get the credit they're due, but they are really funny and really fun and obviously family-friendly, which is all pluses. Uh, but uh, no Elden Rings. I did see somebody save Horizon, uh, mm-hmm. which uh, I guess I've really responded isn't an Elden Ring fan, which is which which shocked me because Elden Ring has seemingly kind of dominated that discussion uh, through the first half of the year. Ryan, what is your game of the year so far? Oh man. Uh jeez. Um I for me man it's kind of hard to say just cuz I've been playing so much Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count. That, doesn't that does count. not count. Can I which queen doesn't count? Which queen expansion? <laughs> uh game wise, I mean game wise for me, I I, I kind of like I I like the fact cuz like I am enjoying uh the Lego Star Wars. Um I I'm playing through that as well and I've had a blast playing that. There hasn't really I I've I've been finding myself sitting in front of my computer at times being like, what am I going to play? Like uh-huh. I've got all these games and I don't really like nothing is really being like, you know what? I'm going to play this and just stick with this horizon. I am still working my way through horizon. Absolutely gorgeous game. I like the updates that they've made. It's a little easier on the eyes. The game's not so bright and in your face, uh, which is nice. But uh, I would have to say for me, it's probably horizon uh, is, is a thing that, that stands out. I didn't play Elden ring or I didn't get Elden ring. Um, but it's kind of surprising that more people didn't talk about that because everybody, everyone I've spoken to has nothing but great things to say about that game. And even just the re- replayability of that game, um, you know, people like to me, that's the one that that stands out the most. And I'm guessing when we when we get into award season, I'm thinking that's probably going to win a lot of these uh, awards unless something comes out here within the next few months. Uh, right now, to me, that's leading the pack. Right. Yeah, it, it does seem like Elden Ring is is the the game to beat so far. Uh, every, yeah, everybody was like like just in love with that game, like like beyond like talking about like almost like Breath of the Wild levels of like this is mm-hmm. amazing. So uh, right now it seems hard to see anything knock that off come over season, but you never know. There could always be some surprises. Uh, I. Uh, Elden Ring's not my type of game, <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> uh, not what I would call my game of the year. Uh, I don't. I don't know. For for me, I don't know that there's been a single game that that has run away with it for me. Uh, yeah. Like I. I mean, to be honest, I haven't finished Horizon because that's such a massive game, but I love it. Um, yep. It's out of the games that I have completed, at least the story completely. Um, this is going to seem like a cop out. I re- I had the most fun with Legends. I really do like TMNT, but I don't know that mm. that's a game of the year thing. I just had a lot of fun with it. So I, I this is a cop out. This is going to sound like a cop out. I like Legends a lot. Like <laughs> wait, what? Pokemon Legends. Like I, I uh, that's a cop out. Uh, it's a cop out. I know. It, I don't think it's a cop out though. I mean, if that's I, I get it, dude. Like they're just. 
you know, for from where we were last year and how we we're talking about how spicy this year was going to be, it it really, you know, all that stuff got tempered pretty quickly once we started getting these delays and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I thought they had gotten back on track, but this year has not been nearly, you know, n- n- I thought it was going to be drop after drop after drop, and it just hasn't been that at all. So. I don't know. Maybe this the second half of the year brings us uh, some more of that heat. But e- even now, as it stands, there's really not a ton that right. were that that has been announced or to look forward to. Modern Warfare Two is the only thing that really stands out to me in the fall. I mean, there's some other games too uh, that I'm excited about personally, but I don't know that if they they have quite that AAA hype. Uh, like a Modern Warfare 2. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how the second half of the year plays out. Right, yeah. I mean, I was I was looking at the, the second half schedule. I mean, Gotham Knights, of course, we're both excited right. for. Although I think the, the overall public perception is still very much uh, questionable on that. Like, I don't... Mm-hmm. I, I think we're more excited than the general public uh, <laughs> right. is for that game, at least right now. Um, you know, you have, you have games like Gollum, which... Uh, I yep. think people's expectations have really been tempered lately as we've gotten previews of that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but hopefully that one still pans out. Uh, you know, you have a new Saints Row game, but I don't know how big Saints Row is as a franchise anymore. I think that's got a decent following, but I, I've personally never played any of the Saint, Saints Rows. Right, yeah. right. Um, and I mean... Personally, I mean, I should get ready for Scarlet and Violet, but that's just another Pokemon game, which obviously you're not a, <laughs> not a Pokemon fan. That I don't. That's just probably not getting you any more excited. Legends was probably the one this year that got you excited if you weren't right. a Pokemon fan. Then, then the just the, the next generation of it. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know that there's that that surefire uh, AAA can't miss game coming out. Like, I hope it's Gotham Knights. I really do, uh, mm-hmm. but. Uh, as I said, I think I think our excitement outweighs the general public for that one. Yeah, I I agree. It, it'll be interesting to see how how the fall plays out. Not only that, but then we should be. Well, I mean that's not true. I there, I mean there were some uh, some games uh, during the Xbox uh, and Bethesda mm-hmm. uh, preview for for Summerfest. That mm-hmm. I was like, I know that like American Arcadia, that's a game that's like, I definitely want to play that. That game looks super cool. Uh, the art style of it looks great. And it's kind of like a narrative. Um, it almost looked like kind of like a narrative, like point and click type of game. So I was like, I've always been a fan. I'm actually playing through one of the Leisure Suit Larry's, right? <laughs> 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 Which that game is hilarious. Uh, uh, not, not, for, not for the kids. Not yeah. for the kids. For sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not family friendly. Not Mm-mm. family friendly. <laughs> so yeah, it'll be it'll be uh exciting um to see to see how things play out. And maybe there is something in the uh in the wings that we haven't seen um or or heard about that will be coming out. And then of course once these games like Gotham Knights actually drop, I know that uh people are kind of iffy on it right now but hopefully they're able to get it to that place um that they are that they are like yeah this is ready to ship and then people enjoy it so we we shall see yes we shall and i know people are starting to get antsy about god of war ragnarok mm-hmm. uh, because there was supposed to be some sort of news reveal on the 30th 
that mm-hmm. got delayed for whatever reason. Uh, I think the game's director or somebody went online to reassure people that the game is yeah. not delayed. However, the longer we go without seeing more of that game, I mean, Ryan, I think we, you, you and I were both iffy on whether that would still come out this year anyway. Right. I so forgot longer, that it's supposed to come out this year. I've already assumed go. that it's coming out next year. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, I, I I still don't know that I expect it to hit this this holiday season. If it That could does, be huge, dude, if they could do it. Yeah, if it does, I think that's probably the one game that could challenge Elden Ring for game Yes. Week. Absolutely. 100%, dude. If they're able to pull that off, even then, though, it may be too late to for this award season. Um, but to me, if they're able to get that out this year that is that big blockbuster game and we talked about too uh with these with the new uh, generation of consoles just having those major games out and how we've had a lack of those big blockbuster first party games for these new, for this new generation this would be a huge boon i feel for for playstation and uh uh sony so i i think it's uh we'll see we'll see i'm i'm not holding my breath but uh Hey, crazier things have happened, and maybe they pull it off. We we shall see this fall for sure. But uh, yeah, man. So so, what do you got uh, going on this this coming up weekend? Now that we've had this long weekend here, uh, I, I swear, <laughs> like the weekend after a long weekend always just seems even shorter. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, you know, and not much. Do some house chores. Stay inside. Not melt outside yeah, <laughs> yeah watch a little bit about uh mr beast and ninja uh i have no idea who's gonna win uh however uh just to reiterate our invitation or our, our inboxes are open for round two to be on somebody's team hey. and we expect that very shortly also don't forget <laughs> to vote for us all this month at podcastawards.com uh grateful if you guys do so thank you for that what about you, Ryan? What are you going to do? Absolutely, dude. Yeah, no. For me, man, I've got I've got some TV catching up to do. There's too <laughs> much. We got we got uh, Stranger Things part or season four part two uh, came out today as of this recording. There's that. I still need to finish Kenobi. Uh, I have that last final episode. Um, the Umbrella Academy is out. The Boys. I'm currently watching. We're watching Ms. Marvel. Uh, obviously it, we're, we're still watching, uh, my hero as well, but like, there's so many new shows that are out that it's like, I got to catch up on those Westworld just came out as well. Season oh, four man. of Westworld, it, yo, the, the TV watching is, is it's in its prime right now. So I'm going to probably take some time and catch up. I still need to go back and watch the Batman. Like I got <laughs> some TV to watch. Uh, but obviously too, I, I'm going to get down. There's a new severance mission, for destiny uh so that's going to progress the story a little further hopefully i'll be able to get the duality um dungeon in i still haven't had a chance to play that yet uh but yeah probably probably just keep it chill man so you know we hope you guys keep it chill as well again thank you so much for listening we appreciate you guys uh we hope you had a fantastic long weekend as well don't forget hit us up on the tweeters at land parties pod at lucas Hagen, or at smitty 2447 thank you again so much for listening and you know what it is we love your faces 